Is everybody ready to start? <laughs> is everybody yeah, in the really. house? I've, I've been it's recording giant, for a bit. Giant awkward <laughs> silence. I didn't know. Podcasting from the Sportique Studios, where tonight we'll raise a glass to the world champion Denver Broncos. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or at least I will. This is the South Stands Denver Fancast. I'm Colin Daniels with producer Scott Stafford from Mile High Sports Radio, Tig's brother, Reno Notaro, and You know what? Champion. Oh, jeez. Well, first of all, welcome to the show, everybody. It's uh, it's been a few weeks, and a lot has happened. We've got a lot to talk about, uh, as as always. But uh, yeah, you know what? I honestly, Colin, I'm looking at your shirt, Super Bowl Fifty Champions. I'm wearing a I'm wearing a hat. I still it doesn't seem real a- after all this time. I just maybe because I got I got really hammered while the game was going because I was so nervous. But it just doesn't seem real. Still, I know they're the champions, but I, I how do how do I make it? feel more real I, I don't know how to make it feel more real john because i'm in the same boat you are it seems like uh, a wild fantasy and of all of the broncos teams of the last four years since Peyton manning came to join the team doesn't it seem yeah. like this is the least yeah. likely of all yes. four of them? Why, why this one well and and as what we're celebrating tonight is the uh the uh the the settling of the bet because honestly no one thought they were going to win the super bowl and you made the bet again colin to uh drink your pee and uh we're going to oh, that, be- that was before i even knew that peyton manning was going to fall off a cliff and throw 17 interceptions and uh, that I, brock osweiler was going to start however many games he started i think before manning got hurt if someone said I want you to double down on your P bet. You would have been like, "Oh hell yeah!" Because there's no way you thought they were going to win the Super Bowl. No, I didn't. I was like, "There's no way they're going to they're going to make it past. They're going to they're going to maybe get to the first round of the playoffs and, and be dead." I thought that. So, would you have doubled down on your P bet at that point? Well, by doubling down, you mean actually having to eat my poop? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, well, because I, I would draw that. the line at eating poop. Yeah, I, that's I, I, dangerous. That is dangerous. Ask yes. somebody from India. Yeah, or from one of your uh, your German scat videos that you like so much. I mean, those people are those people are having tetanus shots all the time, you know. So, um, but it, it is glorious, and uh, I know we've had several weeks to to absorb this, and everyone's still. I can tell just from Twitter, everyone's still kind of like, "Hey, Broncos, the champions." You yeah, see, every, it every now and then you'll just see somebody yeah, say, "Oh, yeah. oh, oh well, wait a minute, you guys know the Broncos won the Super Bowl." It's fantastic because it's Super Bowl Fifty, and on your shirt you've got the Fifty logo. It's great because. Because we'll always be associated with Super Bowl Fifty. We'll always have that that uh, that thing to draw back on. Not- the only Super Bowl ever not indicated by a Roman numeral. It's fantastic. It's not Super Bowl Forty Eight, which was a which was a bummer. It's not Super Bowl Thirty Seven or whatever the hell. It's you know 50. what? It, you know what it would have been if it had been a Roman numeral. An L. An L. The letter <laughs> L. Well, so it's, it, it makes sense that they decided to forego the L. It was an L. It was an L for the Panthers, and it was awesome. But let's welcome in our guest, Reno Notaro. Welcome, Reno. Reno. Thank you, gentlemen. And remember, clear your search. Your uh, 
your search your search history. Yeah, your search history. Excellent. Or use an incognito window. I think that's really what you should do. Use- I, I hope my son's listening because <laughs> these are valuable. Come tips. on, you guys know what an incognito and- window is, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you don't you don't need to I'm you don't need to yeah I'm single. That's and, and close the window to your iPad or laptop before uh, before you close it, so that when you open it up at a restaurant or bar, there's not what you were just watching on. There's just not labia popping up right right in the middle of race scenes. It's also a good idea to close your living room window at night. <laughs> you don't need your neighbors knowing what's going on with the German scat porn. Are you, you writing all this down? <laughs> yeah, don't worry. It's, it's, do, it's been uh, recorded for posterity. Oh, excellent. Um, we are recording this? Episode? Yeah, we're recording right so now. So every yeah. time I come in here, this stuff's recorded? Uh, yes. It, you didn't know that I all thought, these I years? Thought we, I thought we had you sign the disclaimer last time. You've said some horrible stuff over the years, and it's all been recorded. I just want you to know that people, can, people have heard it. They've listened to your words. They've done horrible things in your name. That's all I want you to Many know. of the horrible things Amen. that Reno has said have become central themes to the show moving forward, such as the discussion of syrup or jelly. Absolutely. Yeah, it's sure. good stuff. You know, I think, I think I, I'll say this, Colin, and I think you probably agree. I think uh, Reno kind of helped us um, kind of craft our voice, if you will, because that one, that one fateful night he came in and we we're kind of like, so anyway, um, so sports. And he was just like, Hey, buttholes and you know, <laughs> yeah, and fucking yeah. dildos. And we were like, Oh, I guess this is how it's going to go. And then I we think, are going to be friends outside <laughs> of this. I think, and I think we kind of just took it from there. So we appreciate that. We appreciate you. Thanks. For, thanks well, for bringing this whiskey. in. this is a fine Irish whiskey. It is. I it's... put a picture up and I, and I, I said it was pee, but it's not, this is the farthest thing from pee. It's, it's delicious. If this, this was pee, I'd drink it all the time. Uh, one of the many things that John and I bond over is uh, fine Irish whiskey. And, uh, you know, I, I often bring Colin handles of bourbon to his house from which uh, Mrs. Daniels says, why in the hell do you bring bourbon to my house? My husband doesn't need to drink this. It's true. It's true. I'm a, but, a brown liquor and I have had our... Fair share of memories. Let's put it that way. And uh, but I I love the brown liquor and uh, yeah. But I, I've had this bottle. <laughs> You're a brown liquor. <laughs> I, I love I love Irish whiskey. I love great Irish whiskey. But I love patties. I I, I talked to my buddies Jim and Frank McLaughlin who own the Snug and Maggie's. Jewish guys, right? Yeah, they're they're uh, they're good Jews. And they always talk about hey, you know what? Over in Ireland, we drink patties. Oh, you know, patty, patties, patties is great. Is like uh, it's like the it, it's a very it's, it's like the Coors Light of Ireland. Okay, I wouldn't no, say, yeah, I wouldn't say, say it's that, that bad. I, I like Patty better than uh, Jameson or Tullamordu, which is probably in the same class, sure. probably a little under. I've that been too, enjoying so. that Tullamordu. Have you like that? Yeah, that's that's good it's quite so, nice. I had some just last green night. green spot that I, I was exposed to uh, several years ago, and I I think I turned you on to green spot. You did, yes. And then there's also a yellow spot. Which is probably twice as expensive, and as a this. wet spot when you drink too much Hey-o. of it, and you wake up in the morning. Uh, but uh, yellow spot, I'm probably just going to bite my uh, lip and buy a bottle, and you and I are going to crush it one of these oh, nights. Oh, jeez, that's, si- mor- that's sipping whiskey. That's the thing. This is sipping whiskey. This is, yeah, I'm, very, ho- I'm hoping sipping. later on I can produce some sipping pee. Well, yeah, Reno. Yeah, speak, um, speak of the as, devil. As you know, we're gonna we're gonna uh, and, and I'm gonna be long gone. You're gonna be long I, gone. I, I got plans. I got a buddy in town. I got to go. Uh, take care of some stuff. You don't want the faint whiff of urine to to follow you to your to your festivities tonight. That's probably what you're getting at, right? 
Look, man, I lived in New Orleans for a long time. I've, You're I've, used I've, to urine. I've, I've spent... The faint whiff of urine. Nothing <laughs> yeah. strange. Nothing strange. You know, you know, urine, dumpsters, and uh, rotting seafood. So, so New Orleans is probably this is the thing. I used to, I used to, when I worked in this. Shlancha. Yeah, cheers. I I did this uh, when I had to walk down this alley. Long story. This, is, this place I worked at, I had to walk through this alley late at night, and. Um, You'd walk by and you'd catch a whiff of a mix of trash, of urine, mm. Um, mm. Of, of all all sorts of things. Americana. And, and you, it would do a thing where you'd, you'd go and you'd hold your breath as you just walked, just maybe like eight feet just to get out of that zone. So I imagine that's what New Orleans is like, is you'd be like taking that t- little breath as you cross I mean, that threshold of, of stink. In all seriousness, it's uh, my favorite city in the world, but... If you go down back alleys or sometimes when they're cleaning up on Bourbon Street, and I try and stay off of Bourbon Street now, it's it's horrible. I had to take some friends there Ooh. over Tig's so wedding. So much vomit. Uh, over Tig's wedding, a lot of people came in town, and so I had to take them down there so they could see it. And I was just like, All right, can we leave now? This place sucks. But as people clean, they it, it just dredges up, smells. And, it, and it, it actually brings me back to like childhood from when I was visiting grandparents and stuff like that so it's just but yeah it is it's just there's a lot uh a lot of trash accumulates there but it's still a great and and it's nice and warm and humid too which not in the winter the winter's great but yeah so i digress uh, the the faint whiff of urine we're gonna we're gonna get to that in a little while you'll be long gone but um you know please um i'll be here in your heart you will you will definitely so uh we we were saying right before you right before we we brought you in we we were talking about the Super Bowl. It's been many weeks now. We really can't. Such a timely podcast. But we, <laughs> yeah. but we were just saying we can't. We kind of can't believe it happened. And uh, you know, I'm trying to figure out how to make it more real. I'm wearing Super Bowl Fifty gear. Colin's wearing Super Bowl Fifty gear. It's um, it's a weird thing. And I, I guess um, it's awesome. I mean, look, these last four years of covering Peyton Manning, I was just talking about it on my show. I remember. Meant being in the media room at Broncos during as free agency was about to start, said, Why don't the Broncos go after Peyton Manning? Three quarters of the media room starts laughing. <laughs> and that's one ridiculous. Person, one person says, Reno, that's a ridiculous idea. They have their quarterback, meaning Tebow. <laughs> and I said, He's not a quarterback. And that, whatever. And, you know, I've told the story many times. Andrew, I said it on air to Andrew Mason. He laughed at me on air. Then a week later, Jim Sakamano confirmed with him, yes, they're going after Manning. The day he arrived here was surreal because you're thinking, Peyton Manning is coming here? Are you kidding me? Peyton Peyton Manning is coming here. Now, however poorly he played in the Super Bowl, however poorly he played the last season and a half, it was still Peyton Manning came here to Denver. I got to cover him. I got to see – I was still in college. I was playing – I remember leaving my baseball practice in college to go to two of his high school football games, not to see him. We wanted to see Archie. We're like, oh, Archie's son's playing quarterback for Newman. Let's go by there before we head out for drinks and just get a glimpse of Archie. So, so for you, there. the fact that he was in your market was extra cool. Yeah, I mean, that made it – really special i mean i have i literally remember him playing in high school he his family his mom's cousin is from past christian mississippi peyton cooper and eli used to spend many summers many weekends in my hometown 
because it's an hour from New Orleans. So, you know, the, uh, it's it's just, it is. It's, sur- it's surreal. And to watch him grow to the greatness and then back to that day where he arrived here and then these four years of covering him, it's unbelievable. It's pretty cool. And you think we're about lucky. It. We're fortunate. Well, yeah. And think Blessed, about it. as you would say. Oh, that, thank you. Thank you for honoring my, my religion. Um, it's for, for yourself and much of your colleagues, you know, you kind of take it for granted that, hey, you guys had a pretty, pretty freaking awesome, you know, four years of football to cover and to talk about. And the radio gods just said here, for, but from from Tebow. Oh, yeah, true. From Josh yeah. McDaniels. Oh, yeah. Think about McDaniels. Well, the Broncos are always a great story. They're always story. fucking they're interesting. always a they're, great story. They're always interesting. And all of that, it, it's just like one after the other after the other. And it's yeah. Elway, Shanahan, the whole, the whole nine. It's well, been, and, it and, has been a fascinating ride. And Elway, we got to get this circus out of town, meaning Tebow. You saw what it was when he went to the Jets. What backup quarterback has a press conference when he goes to New England? And New England, you know, beat it. You're not an NFL quarterback. The only person you can bring in to Denver to shut up all of the Tebow Taliban was, was Peyton Manning. Manning. Yeah. So when when are they signing and Tebow when, again this this time? When does he come back? Uh, hope soon. <laughs> hope soon. Team Chaplin. Sorry, I didn't mean to derail, how lucky, derail you. And how lucky have you, have you, have you, those of you in the radio industry, been that post Super Bowl, the Broncos continue to be the gift that keeps on giving. You've yeah. got Manning's retirement, and you've got Will Osweiler stay, and you've got yeah, and you got Malik Jackson going to Jacksonville, and it's just bah, 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 always something happening with the Denver Broncos. Now, it, look, it is March. Football's not, and it, it, the season doesn't start until September. So this is a long time. But right now, there's only one quarterback under contract for the Broncos, Trevor Simeon. So that's the question. You know, Last night on my show, after the press conference, Dee and I were just like, look, everybody's been talking about the press conference. It was awesome. It was great. He's retired. Let's start talking about you know, who's going to be QB. Because there's an offer on the table, three years, $39 million, we've heard. Um. Some have reported maybe incentive up to $45 million, but we don't know who's going to be the quarterback. And then, actually, my friend that's in town is an attorney in Houston, season ticket holder of the Texans. He told me at lunch today, all I'm hearing in Houston is that the Texans are ready to overpay for Osweiler. 18 to 19 is what I'm hearing. The Broncos aren't going to pay that. So who are they? Who is going to be the quarterback? Do you want Fitzpatrick? Do you want yes. Colin Kaepernick? Yes. I here's an even, here's, an, yeah, here's an even more interesting question, and I think this is at the at kind of at the heart of the matter for the Broncos as they're currently configured. Does who their quarterback is even matter? Because the way Gary Kubiak coached last season, he coached around the QB. But this defense is not going to be as potent. They're still going to be a very good defense. There's no way you can replicate what they did last year. There's just no way I'm, unless. One of these other D linemen turn into, you know, Malik Jackson, well, unless that happens. And, and maybe that was the, the Wade Phillips. So you don't know, but what are the chances of that happening? If they're top 10, I think we should all be very happy. But, but here's the deal. If, let's say, you have Osweiler, you have Fitzpatrick, you have um, Colin Kaepernick. Are 
those three guys any really different in what you're going to see? It, one of them might be a little better than the other. Well, but you don't, to your point, you don't need too much. Um, but any improvement from this past year is going to be fantastic. Sure. So, and, and, I, and I mentioned it on the show. If that's the case, go with Simeon. He started 14 games in college. He's really, really smart. He's only a year younger than Osweiler, a year and a few months. I, we pulled up the dates last night. He's, so he's going to learn the offense. Whether he grasps it or not, we don't know. People now, will freak out. Of course they will. Well, I'm, look, I'm just throwing stuff out there. <laughs> I don't know who's going to be the quarterback. That's my point. That's why I wanted to move on from talking about the press conference of, of Manning's retirement. And it was a press conference. Did you guys, did you, have you heard about Ka- Kaepernick's Wonderlick score? I guess it was absolutely off the charts. He had a 38. Great. I was stunned to learn that. Because he doesn't strike me. he has tattoos. Because he's black. No, <laughs> no, because he's never stricken me as all that bright a guy. But apparently his, for, a, for an NFL player, his Wonderlick score was incredibly high. Well, he, he's just. I, don't, I think he just had a, a deteriorating situation in San Francisco. And, it was a train wreck. He and, lost his – there was no talent around him. The defense Lost left. his head coach. Everybody bailed. Everybody bailed on that team. I, I think if um, if someone like that were to come here, I think he'd be fine because a lot of times those guys get a, kind of a second chance. I call it a second chance, but you see what I mean. He obviously understands that, hey, you know, i got to make this work. He's very talented, physically gifted. Um, I, I'd say he's probably better than, than Osweiler. Don't you think? I think he's probably a little bit better. I'll bet you his fucking cock is bigger. <laughs> <laughs> fucking giant snake of a anaconda he, of a wiener. He, Can you imagine? He's, he's, he's uh, you know, he does. This is a family show. Well, we he, were talking off mic before the show started. I mean, if you're watching some porno, why not have a huge, huge, giant cock <laughs> involved, right? <laughs> not your own. Oh, on, sorry. On I, just, I just thought the conversation was getting a little dry. Okay. Well, hey, listen, right listen. We, get, we got to take our first break, yeah, and, we? and we'll let we'll let Reno get out of here. Um, but um, you know, thanks for stopping in. I, thanks do, for do, having do, me. Do, do you see next do, time? I'll next time I'll come and I'll stay the whole time, and we can polish off this whole bottle. That'll make for some good podcasting. So yeah. it always does. Good. Well, well, thanks for popping in, Reno, and we'll 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 get back with you real soon. So, um, wish us luck with the uh, with the pee and uh, everything that's going to happen. Y'all later. doing it on the roof like the Beatles? Did they drink their pee on a roof? They did. Yeah, yeah. I think that's legendary. Wasn't that the you know Let It Pee? <laughs> wasn't that the album? Wh- whiz the words of wisdom. Let it pee. <laughs> okay, thanks, buddy. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for bringing us a little, little taste of the old country, if you know, what I, you know what I mean. So, hey, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back.
fucking better to do. You're good. Go. I'm thinking. Sportique is where scooters come from. Visit Sportique Scooters Giant Scooter Superstore at 160 South Broadway. Take a test ride today. Did you know that a 50cc scooter can be operated in Colorado without a motorcycle license? No license plate is required, and you can park it at a bike rack. It's the perfect way to get to a Rockies game, an Avs game, a Nuggets game, and then after they lose, you're going to have a good time riding home and forgetting your troubles on a scooter from Sportique, where scooters come from. Will Broncos fans find it strange not having Peyton show up on Sundays, or did last season already prepare them for that? Would it be the ultimate self-sack if Peyton were to teabag his own giant forehead. Will Eli feel like he needs to make twice as many goofy faces to appease the internet? Before Ashley Manning was allowed to leave the house, did Peyton make it put the lotion on its skin? Has Brock Osweiler watched enough film of how fat the chicks are in Houston? Last time she got cosmetic surgery, did Annabelle Bolin say... This one's for Pat. How did John Elway fail to thank John Elway at the Peyton Manning retirement presser? When the Broncos trade for Colin Kaepernick, will they need to send a bus since he's probably on the no-fly list? Since Von Miller is appearing on Dancing with the Stars, is he only one step away from becoming a Kardashian? The next time Allie Sturm nods as though she understands something, could it please be on my knob? Oh, no. 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 <laughs> did Altitude Sports find Todd Romero through a talent agency, or did they just pick him up at Home Depot? <laughs> By hardly covering any sport except football, is 104.3 The Fan doing a huge disservice to its advertisers? At the very windy Saturday night stadium series game was more white stuff being blown around on a Saturday night than at tracks. Oh, you guys are sick. I was talking about cocaine. You have questions. We have answers. SouthStandsDenver.com, Colorado's finest internet sports talk since 1971. awesome hopefully it won't hurt tonight when colin pees uh, it's gonna be great he's in a cup oh i hope i don't get a bacterial infection jeez oh, if you're like if you're like cock was throbbing and you every time you piss it stung like like burning fire yeah don't don't drink your probably piss. don't drink your pee yeah then. don't drink your piss if one testicle is four times larger yeah, than yeah. it should if, be but generally festering is, boils on your Urine is sterile, so it's you know it's fine. You know, Especially your own pee. I, I'm rewatching Deadwood right now because it's just such a great series. And there's this scene where they have to the the dock and camp sit, sticks a white hot poker all the way up the urethra oh. of one of the hotel owners oh. to get the to get the kidney stones out of him. 
And it's it's one of the most torturous scenes oh, you'll ever see. Oh my god, that's awful! Yeah, why it, why it up a, his why up his pee hole? Because he had kidney stones. He was trying to dislodge them. Oh, dude, have you ever had like a cotton swab? Like you've been tested for like an STD and had that up your up your pee hole? I'm glad to say no. Oh, I have not been tested for an it STD. Is one of the worst things ever. And uh, I, I believe I had it. Um, I had it. That's co- definitely only an outdoor. I had it in college. <laughs> I had it in college. And it was one of the things where I just thought, OK, we're going to do this. And, and I thought, oh, OK, cool. And I was not ready for it. And it was one of the most painful things. And it just was the, one of the worst sensations I ever felt. And I just thought, don't. Stick your dick anywhere you don't. You know, now that you now that you mention it, uh, you can think of there. Somebody is into every sexual thing under the fucking uh, on God's green earth. Anything anybody can think of, but I'm not aware of anybody who's into urethra play. Uh, Well, we've talked about this on the show. Sounding, remember sounding? Oh, sounding. Long time ago, you put you put a metal rod up up your pee hole. Oh, this was in the the decanting talk. Yeah, yeah. There was decanting and there was sounding, and they take a metal rod and you put it up your pee hole, and then they and they tap on it, and they they get a little vibration going. Whatever that is, I'm sure Todd Helton has done it to Peyton. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope so. Hey, speaking of that, and uh, you know the, the the press conference, the retirement, all that stuff. It was a it was a great speech. I was I was moved by. Well, it. Don't you feel like it was a, a really about the best one you've ever? It was seen? really good because it was it and he because he was emotional. Um, you know, you know, it's been you've you've watched him all these years play. It was it was really good, and I and I think everybody was so high from it and so happy that when the press conference came, when they questioned start coming uh coming around um i think the uh the question let's call it lindsey gate as we've been calling it um i believe that really like kind of kind of punched people took all the air it, out it of the punched room people in the gut now we've we've debated this and you and i we both admit to having reacted the same way we re- reacted the exact same way because i was driving and i couldn't hear it very well and i went who asked that question but like like you said in your in your piece that you put up once I found out it was her, I went, okay, it's Lindsay Jones. She's got a reason for it, and I respect that. And I, I really thought it, it was quite a jarring question. I went, holy shit. But when I found out it was her, now if it was some loser that just kind of showed up that is never there and just showed up out of the blue. Cough, cough, Spano. <laughs> cough, cough. Drew Soisher. Um, I would have been like, man, that's pretty uncool. But Lindsay's covered the team for years. She covered the team for years before Peyton got here. And uh, she still covers the team. So I think she's earned that that respect. And you also know that she's had a relationship with Peyton Manning for years. I'm sure that he was glad it was she who asked it. I, I'm sure he probably, somebody prompted her to ask it and said, hey, he's, he's ready to, you know, to put this to bed. Because his, I, I honestly don't think that's the case. His, his response was, was very, it was canned. It was very, it was ready. It was canned. It was, <laughs> that cha- shit was ready. It was chambered. So, um, so, he was he was ready for it. He handled it. I'm sure he was glad to get it out of the way. I think because everyone was so happy about what just happened with his speech that hearing that everyone freaked out. It now, definitely there. You know how in it, there are scenes in movies where someone walks into a bar and the the needle scratches across yes, the record. Yes, that, it was that moment. It was that. But the point is, is that she's a reporter. She's supposed to ask questions, and people saying, "Oh, it wasn't the right time or place." Well, bullshit. Because 99% of the people in that room will never get to talk to him ever again. Exactly. They'll never see him again. 
and 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 I and it's not like he called a press conference the day before and said I want to get these matters out into the open <laughs> exactly. so they're not mentioned tomorrow so, when I retire. So I think and then the 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 thing is is I, I can see why people go what what the fuck why is this being asked whatever but it's a reporter it had to be asked and people were, well it didn't have to be asked bullshit it had to be asked because this has been this has been going on since the Super Bowl ended and he has not addressed it. So him just to say, no, this is bullshit, and uh, you know what? We're, we're just going to move on. But has he not addressed it because it's a non-story? It is a story because it got brought up again and because no, the— but this, the, I, I feel this is a non-story. It Don't is you not feel a non-story a, because he's, sure he's, being, he's being accused of something, and they're, they're bringing it back up again. Well, he was accused 19 years ago But this, this. The guy, your friend Sean King, wrote this story about the, about the, the accuser, <laughs> and, and the accuser <laughs> well, was— You mean the fake black <laughs> yeah, race yeah, troll? Yeah, yeah. Another reference to a non story so, a guy who pretended he was black Scott, granted granted he could just ignore it as a white guy but but it's it, it got brought up and then a lot of people it was the first time they ever heard this is the thing it was the first time they ever heard about it so it's, if this is the first time you're ever hearing about the story you might want to hear him go this is bullshit this is not how it happened and i was 19 i want to hear that I, this has just as much relevance remember that that picture that circulated of brady quinn when he was in college and oh, they were all grabbing each other's cocks yeah. remember oh, that remember that, was, that one? Oh, like, so awesome like, like that's just as much relevance as this such yeah, it's, it, invo- it involves sexual assault it involves, yeah. well, it involves, it, it involves a woman who who had sexual assault claims against no fewer than 30 individuals at the Another same university. Another reason to discredit this non-story. Okay, Fine. the story is just You can say the story is discredited, and I agree with you. However, it is in the vernacular, and it was in the backs of the minds of every media member in that room. Absolutely. And it just so happened that Lindsay was the only one to bring it up. So- now, would I have... No, and I wouldn't. If you were a reporter, no. you wouldn't have gone there. No, I wouldn't have gone there. I just would have let it go. But and I, I, I you, honestly, you, know, you, you, made, you made the point that if they, if someone didn't ask that, then everyone would go, "Well, everyone's just sucking Manny's dick." Yep. Well, they're not yep. not going to ask the tough questions, right? She asked a tough question. Now, here's what I didn't appreciate is how everybody jumped all over. They're calling her a bitch. They're saying, "Oh, she's just trying to get attention for herself." I we, saw a woman I've been following on Twitter for years call her a cunt. A yeah, cunt. It's ridiculous. And I've been following this woman for years and she's never done anything i i I couldn't believe it women were especially vicious women were really vicious and i just thought i just thought you know we we know her from coming in here and on a on a little little bit we know her a little bit and attention seeking is the last thing i would i would describe her no she's as meek and as she's 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 does her job she doesn't want she doesn't want to be a part of it and she certainly wasn't looking for attention for herself to further her career her career is just fine guys and so that whole aspect of her being an attention seeking whore i was like i was like you guys are way fucking off base on this and maybe it's because we're we know her a little bit and we were like hey i you know i kind of know this person that's not how it is granted these people don't know her and they they automatically jump to those conclusions i just thought it was totally unfair i see why the fans kind of get over it but there was media members that well kind of media members that i saw like ripping her to shreds that people were retweeting like kind of like wannabe media members that might have a press credential but um they were like going after her too and i thought okay now you're making this about yourself because now you're going to expose her because oh she did this it's it's total bullshit and i just was like i was just really disappointed that a lot of people acted the way they did when it's a fucking it's 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 her job one to ask questions, whether you don't like whether you like the question or not, DMAC asks unpopular questions. I just think people jumped all over and she didn't deserve it. Well, my only issue is I think it's a non-story. So why validate 
a legitimized That's where we disagree. It's not well, a non-story. I, I, that's, and, and I guess the other issue I would think people would have is that, I mean, his kids and his wife were there. That, and, it, no, and, and I think that's legitimate. And I honestly wonder, and I, I, I honestly do, and I do know, Lindsay, I would say, on the scale of acquaintance to friend, she's closer to an acquaintance than she is a friend. But she's somebody I hold in very high esteem. And I, too, wondered, am I being affected by the way I feel toward her? Because I like her and respect her. So I, I kind of feel like my feelings were swayed somewhat by that. My initial response was very visceral. And that's the way Twitter works. You're very, you're very visceral. But I immediately reeled it back in, like you said, when I knew it was her, because I respect her. But I honestly, th- I honestly wonder if we, if she were sitting here with us tonight and she were being honest, if she may not say, "I I wish I hadn't asked that question." Oh, maybe because she probably got tons of grief for it. But I, I you know, and maybe she just yeah, it's not not worth it to do it. But but it's so often the case. Social media's reaction is completely blowing up in social media's face because. In terms of her industry, she's gotten nothing but praise. But I, you know, I said it. I said it just a few minutes ago. If it was somebody else, I probably would have been. I would have been like, "This is an outrage!" Because if I didn't know that person, or there was some nobody that just somehow there's, you, you know, there's tons of people there that have press credentials that just are for fucking wankoff.com or whatever. And they, uh, do, that's an actual site though. Don't, don't go there. That's, that's a, that is a good site. <laughs> it's a good um, one. Huh? It's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I would have been like, fuck this person. What do they, they, what do they know? But again, I come back to the fact that she's been a beat writer for many years. Uh, she has a relationship with the team. She had a relationship with him. So I go, okay, well, she obviously thought that if, if Mike Kliss, ha ha, if he asked it, You'd think the same thing. You're like, hey, this guy's been at a long time. He felt that this was this was appropriate. I think because uh, one, because she's a woman, because you saw a lot of the comments, and it was like, uh, this was a mistake, and you were wrong, and uh, you should be humble next time. And I was like, no way anyone says that to a guy. No fucking way they say that to. See, a See, what guy. she should have brought up is the weather girl in Indianapolis, and if yeah, she that's w- relevant. <laughs> no, no, that, no, that's that's relevant. Story girl. And if she would have done gone like on Maury Povich, you no, know, that would have been controversial. <clears throat> and if she would have had, how like, about the fact that his wife was never seen pregnant in public? <laughs> yeah, see, so she brought, brings in the cotton swabs. How about and it's the like, fact that he has two kids by some other woman, <laughs> exactly. and his wife is a yes. fake mom? <laughs> and Ashley, Ashley is her name, right? Ashley, you can look this Ashley. shit up, by the way, people. Um, yeah, see, that's uh, that's out there. Too, but Ashley, let's do a cotton swab and do some DNA oh, test. How about, that, 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 how, how about the fact that Ashley Madison Manning t- asked, pa- <laughs> told Peyton they were going to be on, in an open relationship because she knew he couldn't stop fucking. These are the questions. The American, now, those are relevant questions. The, they're not relevant. You know why they're not relevant? Because, yes, they are. Because they've, 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 never, they've never been involved in a court case. There's never been any settlements handed out because of it. There's never been any any of the law involved with those. Those are just hearsay. So, therefore, those... Well, it's rumors. We need to get exposed. But, we, but, the other thing the, is dead. The thing in Tennessee was not a rumor. It was an actually documented court well, sure. case. Sure, and it was so, over with. 19 years ago. Yeah, well, according according yeah. to the... Well, but no, and, and you say that it was over. It was not over with 19 years ago because it's been rehashed and relitigated twice because 
Peyton and Archie fake, were unable to keep their fucking guy. mouths shut. And I, and I think it's crap that it, that it got brought up again. Because you know what? If you do something when you're 19... Oh, post-Super Bowl? That was so sleazy. It's so sleazy. So fucking so. sleazy. And uh, you know what? I thought she asked it in, a, in an appropriate way that wasn't like, hey, you remember when you they said you, you threw your balls on that chick's face? Yeah, she <laughs> yeah. didn't say that, did she? So, no, um, no, no, no. So anyway, but um, I, I, wanted to, I wanted to talk about that because I know people had different opinions. But I just, you know, regardless of how you feel about it, I just think like... You know, going after somebody, calling him a bitch, calling him a cunt. Oh, it's I think totally it's uncalled for. Totally, totally uncalled, uncalled for. My only issue is I just felt it was a non-story, so why even bring it up? I got and, you. you I know, that. Well, it's, and here's here's what people need to know. And I know that some of our listeners are the people that attacked fucking Lindsey Jones on fucking Twitter yesterday. It's the same thing I would say if she were an athlete. Please fucking remember, motherfuckers, when you're out there on Twitter adding people... And fucking hammering them. These are fucking human beings with real feelings. And I promise you, Lindsay was very upset by the way people fucking blasted her. And she's had time to overcome it and and put it into perspective. But at the time, and I've been on the receiving end of that shit, it makes you feel fucking small. And I know it did. People are total cowards. And the fact that, and I and I saw people that I you know I know I know from Twitter. Like saying things, and I was just like, "Are you serious?" And I just thought, I just thought this is absurd, and it's so easy to to just try to destroy somebody for that. And then I thought, over what? Over fucking what? Did somebody die? Was was some did 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 someone die because of what she asked? No, it was an uncomfortable question. It granted, it it d- definitely skipped the needle on the whole thing, but it wasn't that serious it wasn't enough for you to, to well, call her well, I mean, i'm gonna give you a direct quote this is somebody i know in the assembled media who was there yesterday and this is a direct quote i got via text message the broncos weren't pissed peyton were, wasn't pissed the only people who were pissed were fanboys and fat girls that's oh. it man that's it well, on, the, on that on that note, I think it, we should get into the second, uh, and second Pey- half. Peyton Manning, who often sounds like Forrest Gump, got to quote Forrest Gump. Oh, yeah, so did, that, yeah. I g- gave him an opportunity to do that. Yeah, so. he just did that, was, that off the cuff, that too. Was, I'm pretty that's, sure. That's he's, such, he's such an improv artist. I'm sure he, uh, I'm sure he just did that right oh, off the top. He was head. so well prepared for oh, that entire press well, conference. He's, just well pre- he's well prepared Dude, for everything. He you is one be, hell of a public speaker. Hell yeah. He if is. he does not go into television... And I know we got to get to a break, but if he does not go into TV, I believe he's robbing the entire viewing public because I don't think there would be anybody better for television football commentary than Peyton. You know, I, I was fucking master. I was thinking that perhaps it took an extra two weeks for him to make this announcement because he was writing that speech, right? But 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 <laughs> but really, that two weeks was just an extra like double finger uh, to, to the Broncos. Take it right there. And we're, we're, we want to get into that a little bit, too, because I have my, I have my uh, questions about that. But uh, let's get into the second half. And, folks, we're, we're approaching P30. I'm getting we're, thirsty. Yeah, we're approaching oh, P30. Man. So uh, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's, are those three Coors Lights you've already used? Oh, yeah. Three, He's drunk three, three, three 12 hours. I got to hydrate. We're going to go prepare it soon, and then uh, we'll, be, we'll come back in the fourth and uh, probably uh, drink this down and settle this bet once and for all. So uh, we'll take a quick break, and we'll be right back. You ain't 
shop it's the friend of the fans it's been the friend of the fan cast since day one log on to their virtual showroom at 5280shirtshop.com and find designs that are exclusively crafted for the denver fan designs you won't find anywhere else unique local and exclusive that's 5280 shirt shop friend of the fans friend of the fans Maybe P sports, urine sports. It's exciting. Man. Oh man, it's exciting! Isn't what it? a fucking day you, to live in. What an age. Oh, I, I'm talking about peeing, drinking the pee. Um, uh, no, it's it's great times. Um, it, we, you know, we're 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 blessed, as I like to say, to live here. Um, we've got we've got great sports. We've got great uh, things to do. Um, fantastic stuff. We it, we went and saw Black Sabbath. It was great. The oh, three of us went to see great? the uh, the, we stadium went to the stadium series. series oh, was game. that great? The stadium oh, series man. was a blast. Um, it was wonderful weather, which we, I think we got really lucky for the wonderful weather. It'd be nice to see real snow. That'd have been kind of cool. But um, I'm glad it was warm and uh, it was it was great. So uh, we got good things happen around here. And I and I think that back when the Broncos first won the Super Bowl, I had said, you know, Denver's. Kind of a cow town still, but I said, you know, if uh, the Broncos win the Super Bowl, the, the lid's going to blow off this place. And it, it kind of did after that. I think it did kind of, you know, bring some attention to the to the city. And, um, you know, since then, but what was that, 15 years ago? How long yeah, was that, 15 years ago? 1997, 1998. 16, yeah. 17 years ago. Yeah, so, I mean, um, that's, uh, that's, that's quite a while. Wait, is that, yeah, okay. So um, things have changed considerably around here, and I think since that time, and uh, now it's just, you know, it's only shine a light on Denver more. Have we gone too far with the though, John? Have we gone past the tipping point where there are just too fucking many white people here? Yes. Oh, yeah. Now. yeah. I mean, oh, it's absolutely. I mean, oh, God. I mean, oh, try terrible. getting into traffic on a Friday afternoon. Fuck it. A Thursday afternoon at 3.30 in the afternoon. Try getting anywhere in this fucking town. Too many motherfuckers. Too many motherfuckers from Michigan. Too many motherfuckers from Illinois, <laughs> Texas. Oh, my God. Fucking people everywhere. Oh, it's terrible. And, uh, yeah, you, I, I have to totally plan out. Like, I have, I have specific times that I travel, and I drive around a lot during the day. And uh, I have specific times that I travel. And if I miss that window, like, if, 
if I'm downtown and it's like 3.30 and I need to make it back to Aurora, dude, there's no way I'll make it back in, in any, any reasonable amount of time. So, yes, it's, um, it's crazy here. It's, there's way too many people. They keep building shitty condos. They keep packing people in. Um, and, and it well, sucks it, because if you, cause if you didn't if – you, all of us have been here for you – know, we've been here at – We tr- paid our dues. We're, 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 uh, let's say adults you know, or growing up to be adults at the right time, you know, owning, owning houses and stuff like that. But if you're not, you're fucked. I mean, you got to have like a lot of money to compete at this point. Well, you if know? you are a millennial living in Denver, you do have a lot of money, oh. and you're and you probably cashed in. Who's hiring these millennials? I don't know. I'm not sure. I, mean, I think what, they come from money. Do they do. I don't know. What I they see do. people that are they, like in their mid twenties, covered in fucking tattoos. Yeah, every goddamn one of them. And they're like they're like they're yeah. working in these offices, and I think, what do you do? How are you making money? What's going on? They build apps. I think they build What's apps. They, they work in data centers. That, they host they data. They yeah. they program code. They do all they should, that. They stuff. should host my balls on their face because they can fuck off. Okay. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. And it, when it's especially fucking shitty, to tie it back to sports here in Denver, is when we go to the fucking stadium series game and every other motherfucker is wearing fucking Red Wings no, gear. No, no. That, that happens, was. No. Okay. No, we no, did no, pretty no. good at that one. That, we did when, pretty good. When the Avs scored as opposed to the Red Wings score, you heard the difference. It was the like it, it was, was way 25% louder. louder. No, it was, it was twice way louder. as louder. At least twice okay, as louder. Okay, twice now, as now, louder. Now, now, the, not, at the, not at the game the night before though well, at the alumni game it was fucking Red Wings fans Red Wings fans and nah, more Red I don't Wings think fans. so and when I went to that Nuggets Lakers game a well, fucking week later it was ridiculous I mean granted it was the last time Kobe would appear here in Denver but there were fucking Lakers fans coming out of my goddamn eyeballs there here's here's the thing with you know everyone complaining about the fan that's um, the downside to being a fucking hit town yeah, yeah true because you got you got every asshole from from uh, bumfuck all over up in our business the the thing with the fan and they said oh they're going all football and they're getting rid of these guys who cover all the sports yeah fucking rest in peace motherfucking ryan edwards and sean drotar who were guests on this show not two episodes ago yeah well sean was uh no, no i'm sorry uh, ryan was Sh- sean and ryan were here together before that um that's a whole topic, and I told you, Colin, I'm writing something on it, so I don't want to. I don't want to give away too much of my brilliance, you know, before people read it. Understood. You know, you know how that goes. You don't want to shoot your wife. exactly. But you know, the these teams like the Nuggets or the Avalanche, and you get like tons of Red Wings fans in the Pepsi Center. That's that's that sucks. Or or the Rockies get tons of Cubs fans or whoever. Fucking Cardinals, um, Cardinals fans or Brewers fans. That sucks, but the the problem is is that these teams haven't been good, and and I say not good. They've had their successes along the way. Um, they don't have the sustained success and the history that the Broncos do. So until they do that, until they have a a, a large sustained uh, degree of success, they're not going to get those young fans and get them hooked in so they become the fans that start going when they're older. Well, the Broncos fans squeeze them out because every single game is sold out and the they can't get in. I mean, if, if a Cubs fan wants to go to a Rockies game, that's the easiest ticket you could possibly Absolutely. get. Absolutely, but if you go to uh, see a Blackhawks game in Chicago, um, is it predominantly Blackhawks fans? Of course it of is. Of course it is, yeah. because they've had a, a, a bunch of success and they're hot, and people love them, and um, and it's sold out. But going back to and they've got a history too. Well, they do. But let's go back to make the eighties and the nineties when they were the worst franchise but, in but, all of but hockey. That's, but that's my point. If Boston came in, there'd be a lot of Boston. And that's fans my there. point. Until these teams can have success, 
So uh, let's say, you know, the Avalanche, they, they start hitting the playoffs every year and they're, and they're getting further and further. They're going to get all those fans back and they're going to have less fans. Um, so what you're teams. saying is we need the NFL shop, shop.com contingency <laughs> to lean that way. Yes, absolutely. And the Nuggets and Mike Malone, you know, complaining about the fans not being good. It's like, well, the Nuggets are awful. And, and they've been awful for a while, and you're not going to get that, that fan support. When the Nuggets were good and they were rocking and they were, they were like you know a, an inbound pass away from the Western Conference Finals, um, th- I mean, that was Nuggets fans, right? That was a ton of Nuggets fans. People were, we were into it. When you lose, it's hard to get people there. And, and that's, just the, that's just a sad fact of life. So if these teams start winning on a regular basis – then they're going to shore up that fan base, and they're going to get more and more of the homegrown fans in there. And they're going to create more fans, because think of all the Rockies fans that were created by the, by the World Series they went to in 2007. Tons of young kids were stoked in the Rockies, and they, and they, they got into them because of that. Now they've probably dwindled because they're, they're, they've been awful ever since. So you keep the team successful, and you're going to have people come. It's sad to say. Now I'm going to follow these teams regardless, as you are. I'm going to follow them because that's what I do. It's my interest. But you have to understand the casual fan doesn't give a fuck about a losing team. They're not going to watch that shit. And uh, until they win, you're not going to get those fans there. You're going to have bad crowds, and that's just a fact of sporting life. So is yes. that does that justify, and you touched on it earlier, 104 uh, yeah, the fan. Yeah, you did. Uh, making the determination that they're going to talk fucking football uh, as six, 12 months out of the year. Uh, all fucking day, every day, and and extricating hosts. Did they did they, ha- did they have football. to announce that's what they do already? Is there oh, an, they're taking it's a new they're thing? taking it up a notch. Okay, yeah. Well, I saw t- Cecil is on every day. So was that the justification insider. of having year round. Cecil on? Year round. He's yeah. a football Good. insider, right? Oh yeah, it's fine, and and that, that's great if they want to do it. And there's other places to get your um get your information. Do, on their teams. do we want to hear Cecil talking avalanche? No, 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 no. no. But, but the point is, is that someone who wants to hear Avalanche goes, oh, well, I know for this X amount during the day that I'm not even going to tune in because I'm never going to hear Avalanche. And that X, X amount being 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. <laughs> yeah, exactly. daily. And then, and, then, and then not after that either. So that's fine. Um, I totally understand why they do it, and that's, that's the hot topic. But it does get the sports snobs who are like, I'm really into the NBA. They're like, they like to complain because they're like, oh, everyone's just so into the Broncos here. It's like, well, duh, it's the Broncos. And right. the Broncos are the story. The Broncos are the thing. So I can't. I can't totally fault it. If it was like, if it was the Rockies and they were a, they were a huge Rockies station, all they talked was the Rockies, even though they're awful, it wouldn't make sense. But you'd you'd be like, oh, that kind of sucks. But it's the Broncos. What what do you what do you expect? Yeah, I mean, I'd much rather hear about free agency than DU lacrosse. Oh, hell yeah, hell <laughs> fucking yeah. No, but this is exciting times, and this is this is great. Free agency and trades in any sport are great. Like I love like the NHL trade deadline. It's fascinating to me that people moving teams uh, and NFL free agency. It's great stuff, man. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's you're like awesome. People go in different places, and you're like, well, how's this team going to look next year? It's great. I enjoy all that, and I guess if that's they're going to well, cover the NFL is the best salary cap. How it's structured. So I mean, it's like moving chess pieces right now. It's fantastic i love it love it it's good stuff um so uh, what so, it, speaking of good stuff let me just t- i, I want to touch on one thing and it's an observation i made this last weekend with the beautiful weather we were having here in denver along with the in, the huge influx of people that we've had that lead to this miserable traffic situations we were talking about 
comes the revolution of gorgeous young moms in yoga pants. They're, they're absolutely everywhere. I mean, if you're in my part of the world, I live, I live just south of Wash Park. I travel through Wash Park up into my where I work here on South Broadway. Everywhere I go, gorgeous young moms in yoga pants. And they're they're vicious cunts, most of them. I mean, they're horrible, <laughs> horrible, bitchy people um, I, who I see mis- mistreat um, service industry people all around me. Um, but that aside, just the admiring them in their gorgeous in their gorgeous bodies and their butts and their yoga uh, pants uh, is something I've come to really cherish about this city. It's a po- it's a positive to the overpopulation for sure. And and this is the place to be. We we have to admit that this is the place to be, which is great because. Uh, granted, we're you know we're old, we're, we're we're you know we're doing our thing, but there's obviously you know young bucks out there you know uh, uh, making their names in the in the in the sports journalism world. Um, but you know it's great because there's there's plenty of people here to cater to. So like again, if you if you want to write about the Nuggets and, uh, and people are into it, or you want to write about the NBA, there's people for it because Denver's hot, man. You got people from all and, over. And John, I know you're you're way into fashion, right? Well, Thank you for recognizing. Yes, yes, yes. So um, the, the the trend of the yoga pants, I was recently looking at old pictures with my wife when we were both uh, children in the 90s and so forth. Do you remember how the women dressed in the 90s? Yeah, Baggy awful. pants and oversized sweatshirts. I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah. So it would have been just as fun then if they were into fashion. Oh, I love fashion. So um, there's, well. there's a couple of things that bum me out in the wintertime that you don't see in the spring and summer, and that is women who wear the beautiful, beautiful sculpted yoga pants with the sweater tied around their waist, con- re- concealing the benefits of those yoga pants. And then there's the huge purse, the swing of the huge purse over the booty. That's another thing that really bums me out. It's it's something to be bummed about for yeah, sure. It is. Um, I will say that the '90s and we'll, we'll get into the fourth quarter and then magic time. Magic oh, time. Magic us. time. Magic time's upon us. Um, I, I think that the '90s were um, the the late '80s and into the '90s were, were baggy. Everything was baggy, yeah. and I think if you wore, the the tight clothes that were designed were really gross because they just weren't cut very nice. And I think um, once yoga pants came along and we got into these these times we live in, I think the um, and, and knowing fashion like I do, I think the way they were cut, I think uh, accentuated uh, booties and, and and lower half of the bodies much more, much better than they did in the '90s. Just the the style of them. So if you translated the tight clothes from now to the '90s, it just would have looked awful and it just would have looked heinous. So that's why it didn't happen. I think it was just a it was a baggy era, and I think people just were like, "Well, I got to wear these baggy clothes because that's all that was available to them." So now, thank God. We're we're into the tight form fit, and everyone can everyone can see what what God gave you, folks. There That's what you, there we want. It is. Yes, it's so, beautiful. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. So uh, magic time is on us, folks. We're gonna we're gonna move downstairs for a little bit, and then we'll be back up to um, to record, and uh, we will uh, we'll get this going. So uh, we'll take a quick break. Be right back. I sit down when I pee. There's nothing that crazy about me. I'm just taking a whiz. Mind your own biz. Why is everybody always staring at me? Hey, bro, I gotta go. Let me through. I gotta go, number two. No can do. I'm taking the pee. Sitting on the loo, having a good long wee. Are you sitting down? I'm sitting down. And you're not making brown? I'm not making brown. Are you making iced tea? Just lemonade. But are you sitting down? I'm sitting down. 
Why don't you stand like a regular man? Then you can pee in the urinal can. If you really want to know why I'm sitting strong, I just can't stand. Oh, you know Colin's drinking of his urine tonight on the South Stands Denver Fancast is brought to you by Man Grate. Cast oh, nice. iron steel grill grates for your grill at home. Enjoy an ice cold glass of piss while you cook some fish on your Man Grates. Nice. Visit mangrate.com or click the link at South Stands Denver or BSN Denver. Proud to be part of the Brandon Spano Network. And, of course, the Brandon Spano Network is proud of us, too. <laughs> are, oh, they are, aren't they? Mangrate.com. <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> Woo! Some, some Woo! More, more piss music. Woo! Oh, yeah. My dinner's on fire while she watches TV. And if you ever wonder what it's like to be me, she takes all my money and leaves me no smokes. Yells at my buddies and insults my folks I'm breaking my back, doing the best that I can She's got time for the dog and none for her man And I'm no dope, but I can't cope So hit the fucking road and piss up a rope But you can piss up a rope And you can put on your shoes in the road and truck Well, John, I think that time has come the time has come. It's been two years in the making, as you as you guys well know, that uh, since I first said that if the Broncos won the Super Bowl, I would drink my piss. And uh, we, uh, we agreed uh, prior to this season that that was a standing bet, and uh, I felt like it was a pretty safe wager at the time. Um, but uh, now we have reached that moment of truth, and unlike our compadre brandon spano who failed to get his patriots tattoo i am actually going to follow wait through. a second he said he was getting that yeah, that didn't happen that did not happen gotta get um, make sure you get on that side scott so okay. this is, this is so. an authentic eight ounce glass of my own urine and uh, on ice rocks glass as promised and uh, as promised also i'm going to precede my drinking of this beverage with a shot of bullet whiskey. Oh man! <sighs> so so tell me the tell me the process here. You're gonna. Well, I'm gonna shoot the whiskey and then down it. And then so I'm gonna you, chug you... the. Then I'm gonna chug the piss and then I'm probably gonna shoot some more whiskey. Okay. Because right. it just kind of purifies just, the mouth. Just give me just give me a heads up. So okay. So here we go. I'm gonna shoot the whiskey. Here you I go. Just, I just stopped the broadcast, or everyone's gonna be pissed. <laughs> Oh, he's there doing he it. He's got there it. He he's got it. Chugging. Chugging. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yes, he did it. Oh, you got all of it, Scott? He's got a little fist. Oh, he's still. Oh, no. He's got it. Yeah. Woo. Yes. Wow. Wow. That was awesome. I. I I, a tribute to your Super Bowl champion, Denver Broncos. And I got You know what? I got to admit, guy, that was not as hard as I thought it would be. Um, thank God for the cooling because it was the warmth of the air and the body temperature that I think would have creeped n- n- me Never out. having uh, drunk my own piss. I probably, um, I probably left about an ounce. Uh, you're good, man. In you're, the you're, glass. You're, you're, you're good. Um, a, a taste that it's similar to? I mean, is it? Uh, it tastes like piss. 
Well, I've ne- pretty you know. similar to that. I've actually drank piss before. Oh, okay. not on purpose. If there's something else other than at, piss, at a you party, can uh, at a describe it party. too. Um, well, it's like a seltzer water, but piss. Okay, but with piss in it. I, um, we'll, 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 I, I, is it? We'll you can it taste the piss. You can yeah. taste the piss. It's kind of salty. Yeah, but and you, uh, you cleaned yourself out with sour. some Coors Light. Though, well, didn't you? all I taste in my mouth is whiskey. Yeah, that's the beauty of the whiskey shot. So. Um. Yeah. I mean, all I taste in my mouth is bullet bourbon. That's good. I mean, I, look how much fucking bourbon. I you do. <laughs> I drink well, a lot I was, of bourbon. I was concerned that well, you were going to drink too much bourbon and that was going to make you vomit because you had too much bourbon. You know, but I it, guess it kind of it kind of desensitized my wow. taste buds. You know what? So. Um. I uh, so uh, yeah. I just drank eight ounces. Uh, let's call it seven. Yeah, there's a little bit left of my fine. of my own. Piss. That was fantastic, and I'm very I'm very proud of. Oh. oh <laughs> Christ. Holy cow. You <laughs> just drank eight ounces. You got all that? You got yeah. all that? How, my how, own how great is that? You got all that? I mean, he, he knew. I'm a finisher. He knew that someone was going to go and crap for the last one. Oh, yeah. And he Listen, nailed it. He nailed I, it. I, I, here's I'm like I, Lindsay Jones. I so, know what I'm in for. So what I did, Colin, is oh I, my God. I stopped the periscope. Oh, oh, oh. Nope. I stopped the periscope because I want people to either listen to the show tonight or I want them to go and watch the video tomorrow when it's up. And uh, so, I mean, we're not giving this way- shit away for free, fuck folks. No. So, yeah, fuck, fuck that. No. So he just drank his piss. So you're gonna have to go to the website. Oh my god, I just burped. Oh man. Oh god, this is the funniest fucking oh, thing. Oh fuck. This, I, that, Colin, Colin, I'm super woo, impressed. You, you avoided four separate occasions well, of vomiting. Here, I, was I, quite I, impressive. I got to tell you, part of my technique here, I did not fucking have lunch. I am starving oh, no. right now. Really? But but yeah, that's important. That's not. Last good. thing I wanted to do is spew a bunch of lunch over you guys. So, um, yeah, I, I last ate at like I last I last ate at like uh, uh, like ten o'clock this morning. So I will be hungry when I get home. But will I, what I will not have done is vomit that's... my own urine out onto the carpet here in the uh, Sportique Studios. So. Uh, a tribute to all of our sponsors. A, yes. a huge shout out. Thank you so much. Uh, BSN Network, um, mangreat.com, <laughs> uh, um, of course, 5280 50 Shirt yes. Shop, and of course, Sportique Scooters. Thank you all so much for your, your faith and your belief in us. And uh, we hope that uh, you will believe in me next time I place such a um, wager. I'm, I'm t- I'm, everyone's very upset that I cut it off, and I'm telling everyone they have to go to the site tomorrow. Uh, and I'm saying you got to listen tonight or go to the site tomorrow. But he did it, almost threw up, but didn't. Um, Colin, very impressive. I, I, I think that was that was awesome. I'm, I'm glad you finally you, you 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 came through in your bet. And the beautiful thing was is that the Broncos got to win the Super Bowl. Yes, that's so, the most beautiful aspect yeah, about it. it. Really, it really was. It so made that really it, made, it, made that it. pee delicious. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really it really did. did. No, no. I mean, when you look at the number of Super Bowls that the Broncos have been to. They're in the in the top five in the NFL, and the entire organization is amongst. I, I would say, in the top five of the NFL in terms of class, and that's what I hope that Brock Osweiler is considering while he debates whether he should take three million dollars a year more from the Houston Texans. This is a place he can come and stay, where he will be a winner, and I, I feel like. 
Brock my drinking of my yes, urine. You, you need to <laughs> issue an Osweiler piss challenge. I'm totally fine with Osweiler coming back. I think he. I think he was good. I, are, are you still filming? I, you need to whack this up though. You can't include this whole thing. I'm, no, no, I no. want you to. It's just for you know. Okay, for posterity. But yes, you're gonna. I mean, the, the clip should only yeah, yeah, be yeah. probably like a minute long. Okay, sure, thing, sure, so. sure, for the, sure. For those of you con- contemplating drinking your own urine, I'm. I can report that suddenly my stomach doesn't feel. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen. Like Colin, it went we, down we, pretty easy, but things are getting kind of rougher we, as the we, minutes we go can, on. We can we can wrap it up if you don't want to if you don't want to hang out because you know we don't have to sit here and talk about Brock Osweiler's. Contract. I just got these next couple burps. All right, that's cool. Got to go. I'm so um, glad I can't smell that. So I'm can so I tell glad. you? Can I tell you what I what I know? Yeah. <laughs> Here's do. what I know. Oh man. Not feeling so good. Um, <laughs> here's what I know, and I think, and I want to impart this to Broncos fans everywhere. And you can say that you heard it here first. The Broncos are pursuing a trade for Colin Kaepernick. He is likely to be the next quarterback of the Denver Broncos. Um, he's currently on a long-term deal. He's set to after. Uh, fortunately, it was somewhat front-loaded, and the Niners have already paid a lot of it, which is why they hope not to trade him. But he is not interested in playing for Chip Kelly, and he will make, in my opinion, a great fit for the Broncos. But right now, they are not going to rise to the bait. Pardon me. Of um, <laughs> you're, you're excused. I understand. Not, they are not going to raise to the rise to the bait of Osweiler. They're not going to negotiate the offers on the table. If he chooses to accept it, if he chooses not to, they are not going to dance with him. Um, Kaepernick is their plan B, as it were. Interesting. When 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 Peyton Manning, um, you know, obviously what second pick in the draft? I think Brian Leaf went ahead of him, maybe. Or, or I think that's went, right. Yeah, Ryan Leaf, something went like that. First, yes. Um, you know, when when he. Was done. No, with Ryan his... Leaf went one pick after him. Manning is the number one overall. I don't think yes, so. No. No. I, think I no. promise. I no. promise. He was the number one no, overall. No, because pick. I thought I thought that was the thing. The Chargers picked Ryan Leaf over him. I See, thought I thought you were joking was. all the time, and I'm playing along no, no, with no. you. Did, oh. you, did you really so, think this? No. The Chargers selected thought, yeah. Manning, and he refused to no, play. No, there. that was Eli. That was Eli. Eli was selected by the Chargers, and he refused to go. Manning was a number one pick. Oh, okay. absolutely, gotcha. no doubt. No, about I was. Oh, yeah, I was kidding, Scott. <laughs> that was that, that's See, called a that's a big gag. I was pulling. <laughs> I, I think they, it was an an eleventh hour decision. And I was playing along with though. you, which is uh, um, good good fun. No, but but when when Manning was done after four or five years or whatever, how long Brock's playing? They there wasn't a, there wasn't an issue. They were like, pay him, pay him what he needs. Fucking keep this guy in because it was a slam dunk. They're like. This guy needs to get paid. Osweiler, you're like, eh, okay, cool. Maybe, maybe we'll pay him. Maybe we won't, and we'll see what he'll take. He's not a slam dunk, so I don't see the point in overpaying for him. And that's that's why Elway is, has done well, is because he hasn't overpaid for people. He's he's kept it responsible, and they've done yeah. well with that. He's ruthless. He's and ruthless. I, I've said it on the show many times. Elway is ruthless. He's Belichickian, if you will, and that's why I have great faith because in the Broncos. Because he saw, when he was playing, he saw probably ruthlessness, and he went, God, that was pretty brutal. But then he oh, went, dude. oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry, fellas. Oh, my God. But then, but then he went, oh, man, oh, well, that worked. That's why they were ruthless, because they needed to do it. So he saw both sides, and he can, he can, he can play it both ways. So it's uh, – it's, 
you know, people laughed. There was a quote. Somebody they said, "Oh, a GM from a, a you know a rival um, a rival team in the conference um, was about Elway becoming the GM." And they were like, "Oh, I hope that happens," because they thought, "Oh, he'd be a disaster." Well, he wasn't a disaster. He's a fucking assassin, and he's just fucking steamrolled the AFC West. So keep at it, Elway. I think whatever you do is is okay by me. So, oh, dude, and let's address real quickly. This column from fucking Kisla this week, Jesus Christ, oh, about, Peyton being- about Peyton being the greatest quarterback ever to suit up in a Broncos uniform. Kisla, all due respect, pal, everybody on the fucking planet can see that all you're trying to do is sell fucking newspapers. Oh, obviously. Yeah. Come on. That is fucking retarded. Peyton Manning is barely can barely stand in John Elway's shadow. I mean, that is absolutely fucking ridiculous to in to infer that anybody but Elway was the greatest quarterback ever to suit up for the Broncos. He always was. He always will be. And if you believe otherwise, you should turn in your goddamn fan card right now. Well, it's it's it was obvious clickbait, and I, and I'm I don't think we need to. I remember talking to people about Kizla a couple years ago. People who know him, they're like, "Oh, I know him. No, he believes what he says." Bullshit. Fuck he's, that. He's he's stirring the pot, man, because he knows. All this is going to do is get people upset. Peyton Manning is is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. I think as far as the way he has has changed the position and how he sees the field, I think he is uh, is fantastic. And but as far as raw skill and raw ability, Elway was far better. Elway Elway could run. Elway could throw farther than him. Now maybe Manning could be like could dissect a defense better than anybody else. That's great. But it's still as far as Denver quarterbacks, there's only one choice. Yeah, Alice, exactly. Right? Give me a fucking so, break. But there's a there's an element of longevity as well. And Manning was here four years playing. Amazing for two and a half years, but not so well for Elway. A year and a half. Elway played amazing up until the time he retired. Right. Yes. 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 He played really good. It was diminished, right. but, but it wasn't it, diminished like like if Peyton Manny's was. entire career was here. It's a, it's another story. oh a whole another story. But, but uh, here's yeah. here's another thing I wanted to mention before we got out of here. Did anybody notice that there was zero mention of Brock Osweiler at Peyton Manning's retirement conference? By any coach or by him, he mentioned a lot of names, and Brock Eisweiler was not one of them, even though he started a third of the season for the Broncos, and he was not there. Uh, I think oh that yeah, I think that there. is very telling. I think that uh, I think that Brock is fucking pissed that he was sat back down, and I think he is going to look for opportunities elsewhere. Because, and I don't fucking blame him. I don't, I don't fucking blame him. If I were him, I would do the same thing. It, I would be fucking done. And yeah, but but, but also if they said, "Hey, look, I know this sucks, but this." This is going to be your team. This is yours. I would next think season. so. I would think so. I, 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 mean, I have to think they told him and, that. And you know, it's a shitter, and I do believe he's walking away. Um, I'm not going to drink my own pee again if he doesn't, <laughs> but I believe he's walking away. And what's a shame as a Broncos fan is to know that those four years he spent behind Peyton Manning are going to end up netting us zero in terms of experience and in terms of lessons because he's going to leave. Colin Kaepernick will be the quarterback you know this of way, the Denver though. Broncos. As from a rookie contract perspective, it didn't cost the Broncos a whole lot of money. He was pretty good, but the, it wasn't the answer, right? So they're going to let him go. They're not going to sign him for $19 million. No, fuck no. And Kaepernick, do you know that his 
biological mother lives in Thornton. Yeah. Oh, that's right. She's Isn't from there. Yeah, it's right. Yeah, you're right. He, he hasn't spoken with her ever. That's I think. right. I've yeah. heard this shit. Yep. Yeah, and she tried to get in touch with him at one point in time, and he wanted nothing to well, do with it. Well, she might be in touch with him soon. So. Yeah. Put on put, Bring put on your home. put on your straight brimmed hats, Broncos fans. Because uh, <laughs> absolutely, looks I like Colin Kaepernick's coming to town. I can't wait to dress up like Bin Laden and fucking and honor him when he's throwing touchdowns. Absolutely. Hey, uh, let's let's wait, let's get out of here. Let's wrap this. Yeah, shit let's wrap up. this I mean, up. The, I, the deed is done. The deed is done. Deed I don't want. I don't, wanna, I don't want you to suffer anymore. Uh, this is why we were here. We had a lot to cover, but you know, we were kind of all over the place. But um. Well, you know the Rockies are starting soon. The Avs are, uh, you know, they're they're pushing for the playoffs. Uh, maybe we can get back in here soon and have another show. Bring in a nice guest. There'll be no more pee drinking. That's done. But um, I did, you know, it was a good time. Colin, I just want to say congratulations. Thank was, you so much. You, Thank you, you so I'm much. I'm very impressed. You you handled um, it like a my pro. stomach is starting to feel better. Good, good, good. You, you follow through. Yeah, yeah. You're a champion. I mean, yeah, I mean, you had to, but um, you know, that's that's what happens when you. You do guys it, weren't so. gonna let me off the hook, and neither was Captain Bronco. And, Neither was the internet. So uh, it's, hey, you know what? You you followed you through, and very very proud of you. You did you, you did it. You did us all proud here in uh, in the South Stands uh, studios. Um, yeah, it was a good time. So uh, hopefully you're all right. You don't get sick from that. But um, so far so good. Enough, enough bourbon got washed down. That I think you're probably you're probably good. So but uh, hey, let's get back at it soon. This is always fun. I always have a great time with you fellas. So uh, let's let's do it again real soon. Uh, so until next time, this is South Stands Denver. Adios. We love you, Yuri!
At the end, Does this twist how about how about we start it? At I'd the, say I'd say around halftime. Let's no, let's do it at the start of the fourth. And after we take the break, we'll go down and do that. And then the fourth fourth quarter starts. Yeah, I should be good and drunk by then, there so that go. that can't that can't hurt. This isn't twisted. You got a, got a popper? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. All right, I can see. Um, I can see levels suck so. giant levels levels levels. Grazie. You know, I've discovered that in watching porn, I like I like black cocks better. <laughs> like watching, I, I, get, I don't know get, what that says about me, but like watching chicks get get hammered by black cocks. Yeah, I mean they're they're much more imposing penises, and I understand that's racist, but it's true. Um, I mean, that's not the kind of stereotype that I think black fellas would have a problem with. No, not at all. I, I do, I do, I don't mind watching a chick get stuffed by by a huge cock now and then. You know what I mean? No, I know. It's it's uh, you know, I'm not into the the the, the anal, and I'm not into the spitting. When the no, girls are no, spitting, no. the spitting is gross. They spit on everything. They spit on cunts. They spit on cocks. Yeah, it's gross. Dude, if some chick just started spitting on my dick, I'd be, I would be fucking disgusted. I'd be like, what are you doing? Why are you spitting on my dick? I mean, I guess if she was spitting on your dick, you'd be getting ready to fuck. And I'd be like, okay, cool, but... But yeah, I mean, but slobber on my cock. Don't spit <laughs> on my cock. That's fucking gross. Stop it. It's like a power thing for them. It's International Women's Day, by the way. <laughs> Tend to take full advantage. 